you know, like our end goal and I've always just wanted, whether it was flowers or, you know, the whole shebang, like I just want our couple, what's already a really stressful, it, well, it shouldn't be stressful, but what can be a really stressful, high pressure time of their lives. Like they're planning a massive event at the end of the day. And, you know, we both work at a lot of DIY venues. So you're doing a lot yourself. You're bringing in everything from tables and chairs and all of that. It can, there's so many pieces to the puzzle. It can get so messy and stressful really quickly. We just wanted to like be that people that they can come to and we can just have, you know, make it as easy and as organized as possible for them. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hey, mates. How are you? G'day mate, good. How are you? What is happening this fine day? Oh, it's been a, it's been another busy one, another crazy week of weddings. Um, man, it's just been so surreal. Just the amount of weddings and just how many like cool couples I've been filming lately. It's just yeah, it's just like blown it out of like the water. You know when you just get like a run of just really amazing weddings, everything just goes together, like colors working well. Just the work you're doing is just on top of the world. I'm uh, I'm feeling good, mate. I'm feeling good. How are you? Are you sure that head fits through the door, mate? Let's listen to you You're giving yourself a little bit of a little spiel there of how good you are, hey? <laughs> Just things that I'm trying some different things in the business, trying some different things in how I'm shooting and I suppose just trying to up the ante with client experience and I just feel like it's all coming into place. Got a couple of um reviews, some feedback this week and it's um just giving me a, a massive, massive head mate. I can't get down waffs at the moment. <laughs> that's <laughs> good it's good very good i i had a pretty good weekend too actually i had a couple of epic weddings and i even got on a plane and went to a wedding this weekend so that was pretty cool a little bit different felt a bit bougie um jumping on a plane that's a but, new yeah, level it was a, matt ashton I, uh, it was experience that's for sure i'll tell you what though this is uh, a little bit of a pretty funny story i was like sitting at the airport and i like got home pretty late the night before the next morning i woke up jumps went to the airport sat there and i was looking at this dude like opposite me he, he looks so uh, what's the word? Unwell. Let's just call it that, right? And I was like, oh man, like who, whoever sits next to this guy is going to definitely get sick, hey? Like, you know, everyone's in trouble because he did, he looked like he was in pain or he had a really big night the night before or he was just really under the weather. Anyway, get just in the plane. Just what you want sit- before you shoot a wedding? Yeah. Yeah, 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 love it. Get in the plane, sit down and lo and behold, I bloody jinx myself and he's sitting next to me and he's like dying, low-key dying. And I was like, awesome. So that was a good start to the weekend. And then on the plane on the way home, I sat next to the most nervous flyer I have ever experienced in my entire life. Like this guy was like scratching at the seat in front of him and like, oh man, it was so bad. Anyway, um, that's enough about my experience of the flying. Um, yeah. But it was good. Good weekend. Different. Uh, cool to get on a plane, change it up. But yeah, uh, anyway. Matt, Matt Ashton, destination wedding photographer, hey? Uh, apparently, yeah. We're just changing it up in the world, you know, keeping it interesting. And, uh, you know, it was cool. So if you're out there and you want me to jump on a plane to come to your wedding, please let me know because... I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, sign me up, baby. Sign me up. Well, uh, what's on the cards today, mate? We got a we got a special one. We got a real what? special one, mate. We do have a real special one, and it's uh, it's one that we I feel like we've been needing to uh, have to happen for a long time because you know there's a lot of uh, elements to a wedding, and uh, I feel like this 
uh, I guess, topic we're talking about today, which is floral and styling is probably one of the biggest and it really can make or break your wedding. And I know we say that a lot, but you know, like, I feel like this really shows, I guess, uh, the direction and it really, um, I guess, elevates your wedding to another level um, if you have the right people around you. So yeah, today is going to be amazing. And we have the legendary Emily from uh, Two Wild Hearts here to chat to us, to give us all of her golden nuggets, her styling goodness and her floral, I guess, wizardry. Is it wizardry? Yeah, can't say witch, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Emily's here and we've just been talking smack about her and she's laughing at me. Um, so that was a good start, love you it. just called our guest a witch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, wizardry is like a bit, like a bit, a little bit like sexist, isn't it? Anyway. Um, um, but regardless, <laughs> Emily is amazing and I absolutely love what she does. And we've been working together for a, a fair while now. And it's so good to get you on the podcast today, Emily. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. I, I feel like I'm going to change my bio to uh, floristry wit <laughs> of the South Coast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. well i was i didn't say witch first i did say wizard but anyway it's oh. fine <laughs> apology incoming <laughs> no. i will do, i will i will definitely i'll send you a written apology <laughs> that's fine thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to yeah finally chat to you after planning this for so long and um i guess even though we're in peak season that's great that we found the time to quickly have a chat because between the three of us we're all Mum to his work at the moment, which is great, but you know, crazy. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. And like, I know, like every every time I go to a wedding, when you were there, I see like your work first before I see you, and I'm just like, yeah, like I know this is a like two one hearts wedding, like because it it is just so so good. Like, <laughs> and I am not saying that we're like just trying to suck up here, but I don't know, just how you put things together, the styling, like the colors, Matt, like. How is it, right? Like we walk into a wedding like straight away. We know like we get a general like vibe of the day, like based on like the styling, especially based on the flowers. And if we go, typically we go to the ceremony first, I drop some gear off. Um, and it's just a good indication of what the rest of the day is going to be like. 100%. And I feel like it's not just, uh, you know, like we're not trying to sound like stuck up <laughs> dudes just... here. You know, it is it is lovely when we get to go to a wedding and there's a stylist and a florist there that has worked some absolute magic. And um, yeah, look, it definitely does change, I guess, just the, the feel of the day for sure. Um, and also not even just that, like little early hot tip out there you don't really want to be a guest or sorry you don't want your guests or your friends having to do the styling and the setting up for you so Ooh. you know uh this is why we've got emily on to talk all about this goodness today so uh maybe before we jump in and we talk too much about the specifics of it emily let's uh have a quick chat to you about you know let's find out a little bit about you and who you are um yeah it gives a bit of a rundown oh my gosh i hate talking about myself but well i'm emily i'm the owner of two wild hearts it's been almost four years of this business but it's very much evolved over the last few years so yeah gosh what do you want to know do you want to know i guess how i started the business maybe so, that's a good one. How, how did you start yeah, I, yeah. Think that's a, I think that's a good way okay beautiful well i guess i i was into floristry i was working in shops managing a store things like that um back up home like I actually grew up not on the south coast I grew up sort of around Camden area so I when I was moving down to the south coast I pretty much was like I either got to like start my own thing like just go for it or just I'm gonna end up working in a shop for somebody else and just keep going so I started 
Emily Nicole Florals at the time. Like it was just my name and the word flowers. And I was like, I'm just going to start working and, and contracting for other people. Um, so I started doing that and I just, just to test it out. And I just really fell in love with weddings. I had barely even been a guest at weddings before I sort of really started working at them. And I just fell in love. Like I just fell in love with watching the whole production come together and being a part of someone's best day ever. Like it's literally someone's dream day and you get to be a part of making it amazing. Um, but yeah, that's sort of how the business started. And then it's obviously evolved massively in 2019 what are we now 2023 yeah yeah isn't it wild that it's only been four years like i feel yeah. like it's been longer than that which is crazy <laughs> like yeah and and how did it go from emily nicole to yeah so it kind of transitioned i guess post covid or post the first covid lockdown i wanted to as our business was growing and we were having more staff on board and doing a lot more than just florals you know getting into that styling side I kind of had to pull away my personal name from the business and create more of a company because we had more than just florals and it was more than just myself. So that's where the sort of name change came from. But I wanted to be more than just, yeah, florals. I wanted to help these clients, these these brides that would come to me with all of the things they had and needed. I wanted to be able to serve all of them. So introducing the styling and, and a few other services that we have now, um, to allow these brides to have a one-stop shop. That's where Two Wild Hearts kind of came from. It's like not particularly a name that describes our services as much, but it was more of a, it's about you. So the two people that are getting married, the two wild hearts, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. amazing. Because it, it's definitely like a brand. Like when you, when you look at your brand, like you definitely see and like feel a very like intimate, kind of like adventurous, like and personal, yeah. like brand to it like and I really I really get that personal feel which yeah you know, I'm all about branding and I just yeah absolutely love that and obviously like your quality like matches like your brand persona as well so yeah. good on you for that that's exactly what I wanted and like you said before like I want people whether it's guests or vendors to walk into a wedding and go oh two wild hearts have been here um it's like it's more about a brand and a company as opposed to just one person doing flowers. Do you, would you say you have a signature like look, so to speak? I know we're kind of this, we're jumping forward here a little bit, but like, <laughs> is there like, would you ever say like, if you walked into a wedding and you were like, you know, you were saying that, you know, you want people to know this is a two wild hearts wedding. Like, yeah. do you have a signature look that you try to bring to most weddings? Yeah. Obviously every wedding's different. Yeah. Every wedding is different. And especially when it does come to like styling colors, things like that, every wedding can be so different. Um, different venues bring a, bring a different vibe, but we have a pretty signature style. Like we do have a lot of a coastal luck style, and you can see that like a lot of weddings we do on the south coast, whether it's the Cove or Sea Cliff, we really want to bring across that. And you can kind of see like behind me in the warehouse, our warehouse is like pure white. There's timber, there's rugs, there's like rattan furniture, all of those sort of like soft coastally luxe elements like we love to bring that into your wedding so i'm always bringing rugs and different vessels and gold elements and that's when you can walk in and go oh look at like these beautiful tablescapes that's two wild hearts or look at that like that ceremony backdrop and that's that and um even with the flowers like we do have a very yeah, a lot of florists have different styles there's very gardeny style florists there's your more modern style 
feel like we're sort of somewhere in between. Um, we definitely love that like luxe, lush feel. So lots of roses and orchids. So it's sort of premium style flowers because it is such a special day. Like when are you ever going to have those premium flowers just sitting at home? Like let's use them on your wedding day. So I think that's what determines our style a little bit. It's just like luxe, coastally and relaxed. Like we, there's definitely venues that we don't do because they don't suit our style. That makes sense. Yeah, I love that. And I suppose like as a, like as a couple, as like as a newly like engaged couple, like it's a, it's a crazy world. Like, and there's like this, over this, this level of just like anxiety and like overwhelmed with all the things that you have to do. And yeah. like, even as a, as a vendor, right? Like I see so many, like I'm about to say, like, we just see so many like, like florists and stylists and planners and like kind of everything within that realm. And it like, it does get like confusing, like what is what? And you know, like yeah. some, some florists obviously will have different um, styles as well um, and different uh, levels of services that they offer. Mm. Um, so like, what are the, like, what are the services that you probably like offer yourself and what are the services that, you know, is really like where you shine and where you want to be? Yeah, absolutely. So flowers obviously was our first thing that we ever started doing and my like first love, like my first thing. It's my art form is flowers. Um, and we've been doing that since 2019. And then sort of mid-2020, we introduced like a massive sort of, well, we grew it quite slowly, but a styling range. So we found that flowers and styling kind of goes hand in hand. You know, you start to get vessels and candles. And then, you know, the more and more you add to your inventory, the better it gets. But we then began to offer styling as an you know, exclusive offering with our flowers. Um, we don't allow any like dry hire for any of our clients because we want our current clients to have full pick of that inventory and have really good quality. Um, and making sure that when it rocks up on your day, it's perfect, it's clean, it's fresh, it hasn't been like damaged or used by random throughout the week, if that makes sense. So like a really exclusive inventory line. Um, and it just, helps everything flow on the day so I'm not trying to communicate with different stylists and make sure that everything's going to fit on the tables or the colors are going to match we're doing the whole thing so it flows throughout the space um you know as long as as well as candles and vases we've got so much now whether it's furniture and napkins and runners and all of those bits and pieces so that was our sort of main thing for the, the good year or so um coming to this year we've introduced Something a little bit fun, we now do stationary and signage. So same thing, something that our couples just kept asking for and needing um, to sort of match with their styling and their tablescape. So that's something we haven't actually promoted yet because we have been so swamped with our current orders and our current brides that we just haven't even had a chance. Um, and then something that we are slowly doing for a lot of our um, larger scale couples is coordination. So there's a lot of venues on the South Coast that all three of us do that are DIY. So coordination is a massive component that we are offering, you know, very soon and, and launching particular packages for particular venues. So there are four key services. So flowers, styling, stationery and signage and coordination. Tell you what, you've heard it here first, folks, because uh, <laughs> there's a couple of little, uh, I feel like we're like a little radio station dropping yeah. some hot tips and some new products that are coming out. Like <laughs> there was some, uh, there's so much in that, that like, you know, obviously we are going to continue to talk about today, but like, yeah, 
I feel like at the like at the start, like you know, floral and styling is such a, a something that I feel like if both of you are like, oh sorry, if one person is covering both of those things, like it makes life just that little bit easier as well. Like yeah. obviously there are florists out there that only do one. Uh, yep. You know, they don't do floral and styling. And then there's other people out there that just do styling. So what, what would you say is like the difference between say like a floral and stylist as a collective yep. versus just a stylist? Because I know that you do work with stylists as well yeah. who solely do styling. Yeah, absolutely. It can absolutely still work hand in hand. Like we work alongside some amazing people and, you know, we can recommend some amazing people because it's all about communication and just making sure that what coming together on your wedding is going to work um, both practically and beautifully as well. So not only do we want it to look good, we want it to be practical. A lot of our, you know, couples have share platters and all of these crazy things that we actually need space for, um, you know, practical our way so our photographers and videographers can get down there, all of that. So, you know, we can, um, we can have a stylist rock up. They might provide arbors and furniture and table styling and we just come in and put the final touches on those items if someone just wants floristry um which is absolutely fine when we're doing a combined it does work a little bit easier we can create arrangements directly into our own vessels we can design unique arrangements around you know our own candles and let it all flow in really beautifully which if we weren't working directly with that stylist or we didn't have those products straight away we wouldn't be able to do that. And that's kind of where we built that from is like, rather than having to, you know, work on the day, rocking up and, and working with somebody else's product or, you know, handling it, we're doing it without that. Or, you know, we can prep a lot of things here and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, it's just sort of not, it's getting rid of that blurred line of who does what and who's setting out this and who's setting out that. It's just one whole team that works together to make it beautiful and cohesive. Love that. Yeah. It really cuts down the communication like need yeah. for multiple people too, which like, you know, I feel like it always gets to like the pointy end of like a wedding planning situation for couples. Like, you know, let's say it's a month or two months out. They're getting bombarded with so much information from so yeah. many different people. Like everyone's wanting stuff from them. Like if you can go to one person and deal with like, you know, the whole styling aspect of the wedding, including, you know, that's including florals, it's including signage, it's including like a stationery. Like you are like literally ticking like, you know, a large portion of the like, I guess, logistical nightmare that some people do have, right? Because yeah. they're only coming to you, like to you and you have your head wrapped around all of it already. Exactly. Even. Yeah. We're a big fan of keeping things simple um, yeah. and as easy as possible for the couple. Yeah. Um, and like, for me, like just listening to that and you've got those like levels of skills that you can provide, like that level of service, especially, you know, they're your flowers, like they're your, like your baby, your arts. And then you know how to specifically style them to your, the way that you want them. Yeah. I suppose there's, there's certain stylists out there that have a very like certain vibe. Um, but if you're looking to simplify like your planning aspect and having this kind of all in one and like logistically keep it within the one place, the one person, the one company. Yeah. Like man, there's a, that's a quick win right there. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And obviously you're not like the only one doing it too, Emily, right? Like you've got a, a team of, you know, people around you helping you to like make all this happen because like obviously people listening to this, they're like, wow, this girl's like superwoman, yeah. like you are, but you know, like you obviously need people around you to help make this come to life, right? Especially when you're talking about things like st- like styling, florals, signage, stationery and planning. Like there's a lot in that um, and, you know, not one lady can just take on that by herself. No, I... Definitely tried for a little bit and <laughs> got very worn out. Um, but no, absolutely. We have an amazing team. We have um, three beautiful casual staff. So they're um, our sort of, I'm going to say full-time and staff, um, as opposed to a lot a lot of people in the industry use a lot of contractors and freelancers. So I've got our girls that are at most weddings every week. Um, but we have a beautiful senior florist. Her name's Zoe. She does a lot of the making on site. So Although I am, you know, the head florist and doing a lot of the designing and the ordering and things like that, she actually executes quite a lot um, because I can't physically do it all by myself, but she's amazing. She gets our vision. Um, she has a beautiful quality of work that is in line with my style. Um, so we'll work together on some of the bigger things, but she'll really take the reins on a lot of that floral, floral side, um, along with, you know, prepping on a Friday when all the flowers come she'll prep them all so I can work on the back end of the business a lot um we have a beautiful warehouse assistant here Kayla who is like a logistics manager so she makes sure that you know all of the things are going in and out at the start of the week so all of the candles are coming back to us and counting them and then reloading them um you know prepping all the napkins and all of that sort of labory stuff that I don't have time to do um, and then Peter's kind of my right-hand girl. She um, does a lot of the graphic design elements. So she is a qualified graphic designer. Um, and together we work on like a really good vibe for the stationary signage based off the mood boards I create. And then she pretty much executes that, sends them off to print. And the, all four of us just come together with this, you know, like a little puzzle. And it just all comes together so perfectly. Like I'm obsessed with these girls. They're just just the most amazing talented group and they all just get me like it's just perfect so good love an in-house it. graphic designer i yeah. love that yeah and oh, <laughs> yeah. she's amazing yeah it's all about like you know these are skills that we can teach ourselves and you know i've um i did graphic design at uni for a little bit as well but i i didn't finish it <laughs> um but you know these are skills that we can all kind of teach ourselves but it all just comes down to creativity and having an eye and a vision and then obviously the skills to you know make it happen and, and produce quality work as well yeah for sure and like we're we're going for a little bit of a like a, re- a rebrand at the moment Ooh. um we've been trying to do this for a couple of months haven't we matt <laughs> yeah it's a slow process <laughs> <laughs> and we finally like we finally got around to it it took us so long to create like our our mood board with it and it just took us way longer than we thought um but like we we got the vision that we wanted and like we found like a graphic design that's really like bring our like vision to life and it's like really starting to take fruition. So like I fully get that, but wow, like an in-house like graphic designer, like it just opens up so more possibilities. Like that is yeah. amazing. Yeah, no, she's fantastic. And, ima- and imagine if you're the couple having to do this too, right? Yeah. Like if you were the couple having to like sit there and like create a mood board and like do all this like back end stuff, like you're literally taking care of all of that for them, which is like yeah. Epic. Yeah. yeah it's, I don't think it's like, I just don't 
think there's other like stylists and florists that are really just doing this. Like I'm, I'm just like mind blown at the moment. Well, it's just, you know, like our end goal and I've always just wanted, whether it was flowers or, you know, the whole shebang, like I just want our couple, what's already a really stressful, it, it shouldn't be stressful, but what can be a really stressful, high pressure time of their lives. Like they're planning a massive event at the end of the day. And, you know, we both work at a lot of DIY venues. So you're doing a lot yourself. You're bringing in everything from tables and chairs and all of that. It can, there's so many pieces to the puzzle. It can get so messy and stressful really quickly. We just wanted to like be that people that they can come to and we can just have, you know, make it as easy and as organized as possible for them. Not everybody that books a DIY venue, you know, books it because they want to do it themselves. They book it because it's a really nice spot or it fits the amount of people they need or it's got a beautiful backdrop. And then they realize, oh, shoot, I have to do this all myself. Like, I need help. So, yeah, there's, and we have that a lot on the South Coast. There's so many beautiful big Airbnbs and houses on the hills of Derenbong that people come here for. And then that's fantastic because we get to do something different every single time. Um, but it comes with a lot of organization and stress on top of an already stressful time so yeah that was my goal is just just being that person and just being like your wedding best friend that can do everything for you um but I find like our whole process our whole onboarding our whole booking process is I try and make even that as easy as possible forms and timelines and all of these things for the couples um just to make it as smooth and the communication as easy as possible all right, so like with with DIY venues and all inclusive venues, mm-hmm. and I know that you've you've kind of had a chat about like certain venues go for a certain look and a certain style, um, which like really like tells me that like you're trying to provide like as much value as possible mm-hmm. to suit that styling for that certain venue, um, especially when it's in relation to your other like services as well. But did you, I suppose, like have a a preference if it's like a for a DIY, like start with a clean slate or you know, are there certain venues that you prefer to just go for and that's like your bread and butter? Oh, I have probably about three venues that I, that's four. I'm sticking up four fingers. Um, three venues that I kind of. <laughs> that's all. Oh, we can't, we can't see it. <laughs> kind of um, on rotation and they're all very different. So, you know, every couple that comes with us, every, you know, we don't have packages. Every wedding is so different in terms of their requirements. So this is where it can get, you know, really overwhelming to people because it's not just a pick and, you know, put together package. We really quote based on what they're needing. So you could have a wedding at, you know, the beautiful Bendouli Stables at the Southern Highlands and that the team there have everything pretty much under control in terms of timelines and floor layouts, crockery, cutlery furniture you just need to come in with the beautiful flowers and styling so these days can be often a little bit easier for us but there's not much room for creativity in terms of installations or anything like that too much like there's a little bit but um in terms of maybe creating a whole different vibe um with tables or chairs or furniture we can't really do that if you were to turn around and book a beautiful venue like sea cliff on the south coast um you know in the hills of Jerengol, it's literally an empty barn. So we have to help guide you through the selection of tables, chairs, crockery, cutlery, napkins, all of those elements. And sometimes that's really fun because you can create 
so many different vibes. Like we've done weddings there. Um, Matt, we were together, but three of us, me, Matt and Tim were together with a, like a really black, red, pink, fun, modern wedding. Um, that was just, you know, come from an empty room. And then the next week you do something that's like coastally and tans and browns and natural woods and things like that. So, you know, DIY is fun. It comes with a lot more elements and maybe a lot more, uh, investment you know you'll you'll really have to invest in hiring furniture and hiring setups and coordination um but you get to make it your own versus a a venue that you just you know an all-inclusive venue you can tweak it a lot with beautiful flowers and styling but the bones of it you can't tweak too much so they both have their pros and cons and i guess it's up to you i guess how much work you want to do or how much work you want to hire as well because that's what we would recommend is hiring <laughs> um hiring the help so good i and i feel like you know like the having like a diy venue versus an all-inclusive venue is something that is like widely chatted about but also not known quite so much to all couples you know like yeah. there's a lot of couples out there that probably think oh that venue's amazing and then when you like start to look at the nitty-gritty and what's involved they don't actually realize all the time uh, what's included, what's not included and how much uh, maybe like extra money or time or effort or all of the above it's going to take to maybe have that venue because there's not included tables, chairs, you know, all the things that you would, I guess, typically expect from a venue that you would have. So like, um, how does it work? I get, we're probably going to talk about it a bit more soon in like your yeah. process, but like, how does it work from your end in terms of navigating that like DIY process? Yeah, absolutely. So we, Obviously, we'll cover your flowers, your styling, and things like that. We are putting together currently packages that are suited to each venue. So, um, there is a couple of venues that we've been to multiple times. Um, you know, the Seacliff, uh, the Cove, uh, venues like that, where they all kind of have different requirements. Like, some of them already have tables and chairs. Some of them don't have anything at all. So we're setting up different packages of how much we actually have to help you and how much you can do yourself or how much the venue can do. Um, so we're going to do those for people. Um, I just lost my way and now I can't remember what I was talking about. That's um, right. Do they like? Do they typically come to you with a like a, a vision or do they provide yeah. a mood board or is that something like you walk them through? Yeah, I like to walk them through. So when someone inquires, I do often send them a booking schedule. So they'll book an appointment. So we offer sort of two different services. We offer a Zoom consult or an in-person consult. And with that booking request, they'll fill out a little bit more of a detailed uh, form, but I don't ask too much. Like I don't want to overwhelm them in picking a style or a theme straight away either. So it might just be like, pick a couple of boxes, you know, send me your Pinterest link and let's just get an overall vibe of where your head's at. But my first few questions, say they jump on a Zoom, my first few questions is like, what is like the vibe you're going for? And sometimes people are straight up and going like, we want a disco, like let's go disco vibe. Or people will be like, oh, we just want like a chill, <laughs> Love um, it. you know, chill garden party. Or sometimes people will be like, oh, we have a five piece, um, but we have a string quartet. And there's going to be violins and things like that. So straight away, that's like, I can get the vibe from what maybe they've booked already. I usually ask, like, have you booked any other vendors? And I can get a vibe of, like, the photographer and, and the style of photos they want. 
Um, but yeah, we can just walk them through. So when someone's on a Zoom, you know, they're obviously a little bit nervy, like jumping on a Zoom face to face. Someone, you know, they don't know. Obviously, we try and just be super relaxed and, and welcoming. And I just usually guide them through the whole thing. Like I'll let them know that we'll go top to bottom of their wedding day. We'll go through bridal party, ceremony, reception. I'll guide and suggest the things that they might need for that particular venue or all of that. And a lot of the time they really, like I jumped off one today and she was like, thank you so much. Like that was so valuable. Just all the information that she didn't even think about. Um, she goes, that was 10 times better than just e- emailing someone and getting a random number quotated back, like um, which we could do. But I want to get to know you and what you're exactly after and you might not need all of that floral element. You might just need a little bit here or what you're wanting might not work at that venue. So we really chat through what's going to work, what you need, and then put together a quote from there. So once we do that, the quote usually involves a beautiful mood board as well that we put together, um, especially if they haven't been able to come in for an in-person quote. The mood board just really helps showcase our styling and colors and the vibe that we're going for so good and i I just want to like jump back a little bit there because you mentioned about doing the like in-person styling sessions right yeah and i i know we've chatted about this before and i am a massive fan of this because like i know from my like my past is uh i was a builder back in the day before i became a wedding photographer and i know there's a lot of people out there that can't visually see what is happening if you're talking to them or you know if there's a mood board they can't really see what it looks like if their wedding is going to come to life with you yeah so like maybe just talk us through that like styling session um and what that looks like from you know, two wild hearts and how that, um, I guess it's really unique. So I'd, I'd love to hear more about what it is that you do with those sessions. Yes. Oh my gosh. They're so much fun. I love them. I love meeting people in person and chatting in person. And that's definitely one week, one way you can do it. Like Zoom is fantastic. We can still meet and see each other and share photos, but nothing beats in-person communication and chatting. So we have, you know, the complimentary Zoom consult, but then we have a in-person consult. Now they are paid, but it is just obviously to cover our time and stuff that we're spending, uh, you know, spending with you. Um, that payment does come off their invoice though, if they book. So you come to our warehouse now, we're in Warrawong, so just south of Wollongong. Um, pretty nice and central to everything. Um, our warehouse, we've got, you know, all of our styling products downstairs, the flower studio downstairs, but Upstairs, we have a really beautiful consult room um, slash lunch room sometimes when we need to eat. But this consult room, um, it has a beautiful dinner table on it. We actually have two tables now. We have a round table and a rectangle table, um, which makes sense in a moment. But we pretty much use that space to go through the same things we would on Zoom. So go through your inspiration, chat through, I guess, your wish list, the things that you want. But then we kind of get to go downstairs. We get to go shopping you know, look at whether it's gold accents we're lacking or black accents or are we loving that coastal rattan look. We get to pick all those styling products and we get to lay them out on the table and play around with the design and the feel. And I feel like for people, you know, not everyone's a creative person. You know, I get teachers and doctors and and all these people coming in who don't have the time to think about the finer details of what colour napkin or fabric they're going to have. They just want someone to do it and and they still want to see it and and know what they're picking, but they just want somebody else to make it work. And that's where we come in. So styling sessions, we set up the whole table. We make it look beautiful, light the candles. 
And I think it kind of just puts them in that space of this is what it's going to look like on the day. And they get really excited. Like some people cry, like they get so emotional. Um, and we obviously have yeah, round tables for round table settings and the long tables for your long banquet style um, settings. And it helps them visualize as well how much they actually need or they might not actually need that much because they've got share platters. So yeah, that's really, really fun and helpful. We've also got a lot of the, you know, stationary samples and, and things like that as well. So you can put all of those elements together um, in one day, in an hour and a half with your stylist. And then we'll come back to you, same with the Zoom consults, we'll come back to you with a full um, breakdown along with a mood board as well. So a full quote after that. So yeah, two different ways to get a quote. Um, Both involve meeting my couples and and getting to know them really well. Um, And then yeah, you get a quote and then it's up to you pretty much if you want us or not. So there's so much like, I don't know, there's so much value in being able to come and see something in person, even being able to like touch it. I know this yeah. sounds really weird, but like sometimes there's a difference in like being able to like see it in like a Zoom or any of that like goodness. But like when you're physically being able to be there, you're able to touch it. You're able to like really like, I guess, go through your like, as you said, you have like a big stock list of like uh, different items. Like they can go and see them all. Like yeah. I know whenever I look online versus like actually seeing stuff in person it's always very different so I feel like that is like almost invaluable and really sets you apart from the rest because I don't know many other people that are uh, doing this and offering this uh, type of service which I bloody love yeah no it's so much fun and it look it's a huge outlay for us to have this beautiful space and somewhere where you can come but that's exactly the way I envisioned it and we just want people to be coming in and out of here. You're seeing, you know, the girls working with the flowers and see the whole catalog. And of course, yeah, see the quality of our products and, and, you know, maybe our napkins are a little bit more expensive than others, but they're really real, you know, hundred percent French linen, like they're perfect. And that's what you want on your wedding day. So yeah, absolutely. We just want people to see and feel what they're getting and what they're paying for. Flowers are a huge investment. So why can't I, I need to give them that little bit of extra value of this is what you're going to get and experience before they pay really. hundred percent. And so talking about like, you know, we're talking about like investment and spending, like in the wedding world, there is like, obviously, especially when it comes to florals and styling, like, you know, there's a lot of talk about the cost of things. Right. And yeah. you know, like obviously everything, everything these days, well, everyone's talking about money, right? Like yep. it's, it's always a thing. And, you know, I, I know in the past I've, I've had chats with other people and they're like, Oh, the, the, the W the wedding tax, like that's not like, it's not really a thing, but I guess for you personally and for not even just for like, maybe you personally, but in general, like in the floral styling industry, there are minimum spends and like, let's just talk a little bit about minimum spends and like why they're there and why they're important to have yeah. um, for each wedding. Yeah, absolutely. Oh gosh, there are so many reasons. Um, I think maybe reason number one might be demand in a way. We have, you know, multiple quotes out for multiple weddings. Um, I guess, you know, from a business point of view, we do want to be booking weddings over a certain amount to ensure that we can keep the business going. So when there's a little bit of competition and demand there, that's probably number one. Like not a super important thing. But it is it does play a part in it. Um, number two, I guess, you know, every wedding vendor or, or florist is different. We have different outlays. Some of us, and I've been there before, I've, I've worked out of a home, out of a garage, you know, out of a bedroom. Um, you have smaller outgoings uh, when you're, and, and smaller services, really. 
when you're grown and you're a little bit bigger and you've got a warehouse full of styling, that obviously comes with higher outgoing. So there are certain you know payments that we, we need to make each week that in, you know, we need to make sure that we're bringing in that amount of money to ensure our business grows and we can serve you those amazing styling products and and that amazing service of coming in here and picking out your items and things like that. So that's another one is just sort of obviously expenses aren't going and that's maybe why some some vendors might be different. Some might be working out of a home studio, some might have a larger complex. They all have different services and, and things that they need to cater for. Um, what would be another one? I guess, you know, kind of in with demand, us florists and, and vendors, we go through quiet seasons as well. So we do need to be sort of making that, making our income over those busier periods so that we can then spread it out over those quieter periods. So for example, we have three months without weddings this year. So, you know, when it seems like we're bringing in all this money, we actually have to put it aside for winter time as well. We'll still be servicing you with quotes and things like that, but that money's kind of spreading across that time. Um, gosh, I had another one in my head, but now I can't remember. Um, Even just touching on like, you know, like the fact that you have like so much like styling um, goodness, like stored there, you yeah. know, obviously things do over time break and boom. you have to replace them and things like that. Like you also have to store them and, you know, for security reasons, like yeah. all of that stuff, like that's something that, you know, just that alone, there's a, there's a need for that. But I feel yeah. like just from my like um, professional point of view, like the fact that like you can have a space that is set up already all nicely for them they can walk in they can do that styling session with you in yeah. a like i guess a bit of a neutral ground because it'd be really awkward coming into like i don't know your Home. house you know um and sitting down at like you know your kitchen table or something or walking yeah. into your garage to do that like yes it would work 100 percent. don't get me wrong but yeah. there's not that professionalism there around that so yeah you know like that's i feel like just that alone um you know all of the things you're saying make sense but it's nice just to kind of like I guess dive into it and find out a little bit more as to why, like, you know, a minimum spend is a minimum spend and, you know, it yeah. all makes sense. But I feel like some people don't understand that there are reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. Like even from a supply and demand, right? Yeah. Like it, it's the, it's the same for, for any professional service, right? Like, yes, there is a, a wedding season, but like we can only service so many weddings. Yeah. Uh, and we have to price ourselves accordingly. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Me and Tim have this uh, this discussion with ourselves all the time. <laughs> We're always like, you know, how do we, how do like we we like pretty much every Saturday. I would say for me, I'm pretty much booked every single Saturday this year, except for three or four, um, and yep. they're pretty much in the dead of winter. And other than that, like I'm booked out, and I've been booked out for probably a year for those Saturdays. Um, and you know, like it's one of those things. Like, yes, it's supply and demand, but like, how do you get around that? And for us, like, there's no option. But for you, like the best option is, is maybe, yes, making some sort of minimum spend of some, you know, yeah. like that you're comfortable with. And, yeah. you know, cause you don't want to go out there and do a thousand dollar styling floral job when you could be making 10 times that quite easily yeah. on the same date. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Like it, it comes down to your product as well. Like two wild hearts is a, is a premium product. Like a, it attracts a, a premium crowd. Yeah. And it's, it's tricky. Like we are a small group still, and even a wedding, even if someone wanted to spend a thousand dollars on a backdrop and that's all they wanted, sometimes that can still take me the full Saturday of getting out there, setting it up, waiting around to move it. And if I don't have anything else booked in, I, I can't be in two places at once. So it is, it's kind of not only are you just booking us out for that wedding day, you're pretty much booking us out for the week. You know, our girls are packing right now they're packing, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays, they're doing all the packing. 
Wednesday, Thursday, all the flowers come in. So, you know, a lot of people often do think about, but it's just one day. It's not, it's a full week and it's that full week's rent and that full week's wages and that everything that involves in it. We need to, we need to hit that mark plus more to keep running. Um, and sometimes it comes down to that peak Saturday that, you know, everyone wants that Saturday wedding. Well, you kind of, you know, you have to fight for it a little bit. We have to have those services in place so that we aren't just getting booked up with $17,000 weddings, but like $17,000 weddings. We want bigger weddings so that we're not overworking ourselves either. Um, and, you know, sending people here, there and everywhere for, 100%. for less quality work. We want a one quality wedding. Um, that we can give you our best as well. So good. Like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, everything you've been saying has just like, I don't know, it, it's made me, uh, I guess, realize how much more effort and like how much, I guess, like just time you have to put into, like, I already knew it, but like you go to the next level with it a little bit, mm -hmm. I feel like, which is amazing. And that's why when we were chatting to you, well, it was like me and Tim were like, we have to get Emily on because you've just got some, uh, I guess some, what you're doing at the moment is amazing. And like, you know, you're really elevating the wedding industry, which we love. We're all about that. Um, I feel like you would be someone great to ask. So we're going to ask you, like, have you got any like golden nuggets of advice? Because here on the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, we're all about golden nuggets. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we love making sure we're giving the advice that people want to hear. Um, so yeah, like, is there anything that you have in that brain of yours that you're like, people need to hear this? Oh, oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I think my main thing is honestly just like investing in good vendors. You know, it seems like a lot at the time, but investing good vendors that even have that experience and, and have that knowledge to help you get through this process, especially if you're a DIY venue couple, um, a good coordinator, um, a good florist stylist to manage that setup for you, the heavy furniture, things like that, that you do not want to be doing the day before your wedding um, with your cans and your nails and all of these elements that you just don't think about. Uh, friends and guests arriving, you want to focus on that weekend. You don't want to focus on setting up furniture and sweating and packing it down at midnight. That's our job. Like, you know, invest in that. If you've got a DIY venue, it doesn't mean you have to DIY. Um, but I just want, you know, like, I just want couples to know that they can enjoy the process. Like, it doesn't have to be stressful. Like, you get good vendors you know, get organized quite early and sit back and enjoy the fact that you're engaged, you know, to the lovely flock, lovely the life and enjoy the process of pretty much, um, like creating the best party you've ever had. Like it's going to be the best party. And, you know, we do a lot of really beautiful, constantly white, clean weddings. But I think one of my tips as well, is just like bring your personality to the wedding. Like if you met your partner, yes. if you met your partner at a rave, Let's do disco ball. Let's do sunlight. Like, let's do streamers. Like, let's do all the fun things. If you, like, let's bring your personality into your wedding as well. That would be my fun tip because it's just a reflection of you as a couple and you don't have to do the standard, like, whites and greens and traditions, um, buttonholes, corsages, all of those, like, boring things. You don't have to do them. Like, there's no rules in the industry especially with us and forests and styling like you don't have to do traditions and rules make it your own and bring your personality to your party your your wedding party yeah absolutely love that and like and that that's part of the reason why we we actually started this right like we 
like you've hit the nail on the head. Like it's your wedding day, make it your own, make it personal, do the things that are unique to you yeah. and like make it bloody epic. And like, I yep. say that to couples all the time, like think of the things that are unique to you guys and like, let's like, just bring that out, like bring it in for each and every aspect like of your, of your wedding planning. Yeah. But most of all, yeah, nail on the head, enjoy the wedding planning process. Yeah. It doesn't have to be stressful. And that, that wedding that we did recently, like the three of us that are for Captain Luke, like that was such an epic wedding, right? And I, I recently made a reel actually that went on my Instagram and it was like something as simple as I think I wrote like, uh, if you want the vibe, you've got to bring the vibe, right? Yeah. Like these guys like totally thought of something they wanted to do and they like executed it and you know, it was totally what they, like it was everything they wanted at the end of the day. And like, you know, it made it so much more special and so much more fun. Like, and all they did was something simple. Like they got like party, like giant party poppers. And on the entrance of their like reception, they like got their bridal party in there and popped them all. And like your florals are like on top. It's like, it just all worked out really well. Right. Yeah. Um, it was an epic wedding and they made sure that they executed that wedding just the way they wanted to. And it wasn't something that happens week in and week out. Cause it's not often that we have an entrance that's that exciting or, you yeah. know, things like that. Like, so yeah, look, what you said at the end there of making sure you're bringing the vibe or doing things the way you want to do it, um, like that's, if you have listened to any of our podcasts in the past, like we are all about that and that's literally ticking uh, the boxes of what Make It Epic is. Yeah, and and Cat and Luke, they had like, they had like flags, like their cultural flags flying around everywhere and they even had, was yeah. it their soccer team? Like they loved, um, the Manchester? I don't know. I'm not a soccer. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> she loved red and that was her team. And that's where we got the red inspiration from. It's like, she just, she's like, I still want to be beautiful and elegant, but I love red. Like, let's just do red. And that's not a typical wedding color, but we did reds and pinks and black elements. And it was just really sexy and fun. And probably contributed it to cool. that dance floor, really. Like, it just really kicked it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an epic wedding. So good. So, Emily, I think we've, like, we've literally spoken so much about uh, you know, you and like, obviously how, like, you know, the elements of the, like of what you do as well, like maybe just, uh, tell us where we can find you and where I guess like everyone can see more of what you're doing because it's bloody amazing what you're getting up to at the moment. Thank you. Well, look, I feel like Instagram is just the main thing for everybody. So we're on Instagram at two hearts co. Um, look, I haven't been the best at posting lately, but we're pretty much on the stories. I've always got my head on there having a chat, <laughs> having a chat about something. Um, look, I started a TikTok, but I haven't been on there for a while. So maybe I need to be on that a little bit more. Um, but super easy. If you head to our Instagram or you head to our website, so twowildheartsco.com, you can just click through, send your inquiry. If you've booked your wedding venue and you've booked your date, they're the two things that we need. You can send an inquiry through straight, straight away and we can get the ball rolling. Um, we're heading into winter. So like I said, we've got a few little stuff. That's when we're doing a lot of our booking and onboarding. So it's a great time. We should have plenty of availability to chat and get a quote out to you nice and quick. So June, July, August, perfect timing for new people, new consultants. Amazing. Love it. So good. Yeah. Jump onto those styling sessions too. Like yeah. that's something that's like super unique and I feel like it's something that's really valuable. So definitely check them out. But um, yeah, as always, it's been so good to have you on Emily and we've been loving the info that you've been giving us today. And 
Um, yeah, foodie. I feel like everyone's going to get so much out of it. It's been yeah. epic. Beautiful. Love those golden nuggets. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Having a Thanks. chat. So good. Well, as always, uh, we always love it when we get to hear from you guys. So please reach out to us. Leave us a uh, review. Uh, we've been getting a few lately, which has been epic. And we're all about those reviews. So please continue to do it so that me and Tim get some, uh, you know, keep growing that size of our head so we can uh, continue to jump on here each week and uh, deliver you guys some golden nuggets. But um, yeah, until next week week we will speak then catch on the next one bye bye